you know, being the head of innovation, the one of the main things that everyone talks about in that is fail small and fail often. So mm -hmm. that means you're trying a new thing and then you're testing your new thing and you're seeing, is it being received well? And if it isn't, then you change and you try a different new thing. And then if it is received well, okay, how can we make it better? Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad and I dig into the woo intriguing combo that I had with Rachel White in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause this now and go back and listen to that one and you'll find it's not a woo woo. It's, it's just a one. It's a one. It's a one woo interview. It's a one woo interview. <laughs> That's, you know what? Be It Till You See It. It's a one woo interview. That might like, be the name of this. That, that, <laughs> no, we can't name the pod that, but I love that as a potential name. Yeah, one woo no, interview. It's a tagline. We're, we are we are a one woo interview. Uh, anyways, she's fucking bad yeah plus she married a brad hell yeah um you guys it is december 14th and if you're listening to this in real time and if you're not hi it's december 14th 2023 this is what people are talking about back then i just was listening to back um, then yeah well you never know so eliza sessinger i listen to her podcast you guys i fucking love her um i think we're soul friends anyways she read someone's testimonial kind of a thing a question and the girl had listened to every single podcast it's like four plus years of podcasts in a few months and she's like i just want to celebrate all the highlights you guys have had so just in case anyone is like going back in time this is what was exciting back then so it's <laughs> december 14th of 2023 and that is more good today day that's right it's more good today i didn't even know day is is that even correct english um it's so, the day of more good today. Yeah. So the holiday aims to encourage more people to practice kindness and generosity. Jesus Christ, we have to fucking encourage people to be kind and generous. What is the world? I think it's a universal, like, you know, call to action is what it really is. I just, it doesn't it piss you off that we have to have a universal call to action? Can't we all just, first of all, anyone listening to this is already overly kind and overly generous to others and yeah. not to yourself. So first of all, more good today, you day. Like you need to be more good to you today. More good, what the fuck? I didn't follow any of that, but more honestly not. I'm very shocked that this is the response of the day <laughs> that I picked. I did not expect this. Uh, <laughs> but I guess I'm just disappointed in human beings that we have to have a holiday that says, hey, aim to, aim to. It's not a holiday. It's a day that we celebrate a specific thing. Well, it's from the holiday website. It's and from the National Day today. Yeah. And it says the holiday aims to encourage more people to practice kindness. Is it and a generosity. holiday? I guess it's technically it, a holiday. That's what they are. It's like pizza, National and, Pizza Day is a holiday. But here's the thing. You can create a holiday up on this website. You so, know what? <laughs> uh, we Okay. Everyone, maybe we should create a holiday. Yeah. First of all, there's going to be an LL day. I'm just saying. Second. <laughs> <laughs> Second. There's got to already be a Leslie day spelled E-Y. 
look it up. Let's find out. Let's find out. But at any rate, if you are listening to this episode, if you listen to this podcast, I promise you are already kind and generous. You are. I know our listeners. They are already kind and generous to others. So may you take this as, as a sign, as a holiday to be more kind and generous to yourself. Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry, Brad, that I disappointed you or at least shocked you. Maybe, you know what? We've been married eight years. It's important that we have a little surprise in this life. Um, so you guys, we are somewhere. <laughs> so there is a day for a Leslie, but it's not happens the... to be Leslie Gore. Leslie Gore. Ooh. Who is that? I'm pretty sure she's the It's My Party and I'll Cry If I Want To singer. <gasps> There's a Leslie who sang that song? I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's who, who it's my party. And it's I'll, my party and I'll cry, cry if I, I want to. to. Yeah, that's cry Leslie Gore. Cry if I want to. Well, is she alive? We should talk to her. Um, Have her on the pod. Um, that'd um, be amazing. I don't know if she's alive. Yeah, do you see how kind and generous she is being to herself? Because it's her party and she'll do it the fuck she wants. Yeah, she'll do what she um, wants. I love it. I'll do what I want. So, so okay, today is... No, nope. she died. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not going to have her on the pod. And that means there is room for a Leslie holiday. So let's do it because they cannot say there's already a Leslie holiday because there's not. She's dead. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Um, hi, listeners. If you're still listening to the show, here's what's happening. My name's Brad. I'm Leslie Logan. You probably got that already. We are somewhere. We are probably past Cleveland and on our way to New York today. Today. Yeah. Today. I think so. It, it felt when I said that. Actually, you know what? 13 and 14. No, we're in the Midwest. We haven't hit Cleveland yet. I don't. I know that on the 13th, we are in the middle because I just made, I just booked a call and I was like, yeah, CST sounds good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, we have a day off the 14th. Yeah. Oh, tomorrow, Cleveland. Cleveland. And there's still tickets. Cleveland. Guaranteed. Well, I'm not no, guaranteed. we're not guaranteeing but that. There are, there might be tickets. We're recording. There might this also early. be tickets in well, you're, upstate New York, so basically, Boston, look, there all could, the things. There could be tickets for the rest of this month. We don't know because we're recording this early and a lot of tickets have been sold, selling out. So yes. opc.me slash tour is the point of this sentence. Yes. Is opc.me slash tour. Get your winter tickets. Just so you know, some people are driving five hours to come to class. Five hours so to come I, hang out. I'm not, I haven't actually talked to the team about this yet, but if I find out who the furthest person is who drove to a thing, if you happen to fly and you're being there, like lucky you, but if you drove, you got in the car and you went out of your way to come on you this winter tour. You chased our van. You chased the van. <laughs> I'm going to get you a fucking sweatshirt. Make it happen. Woo! So hold me to it. Make sure you let me know where you're driving from. But if I find out you flew. You have to let us know where you're driving from. If I found out you're, you're seeing your family already and it just happened. No, it's got to be. OPC.me slash chat. Yeah. Um, to let us know. Yeah. 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 So also, we when we come back from the tour, I actually go on a little mini vacay with my girlfriends. Woo! Shout out to Kareen and Kelly. Um, they've been on the pod. And then we kick off Elevate. Yeah. So if you are listening to this now. And at this point, there's already people who are about to snag some spots. But if you're listening to this now and you were a teacher who is exhausted, burnt out, and like wishing you were more confident and had time for your own practice and actually knew the why behind the what, Elevate is for you. So you're going to go to lesslielogan.co slash Elevate and you should sign up because I only do it one a year, one, and I yep. only let 12 people in. That's it. Don't beg me in, in March to join. It's over. You'll have to wait for 2025, period. End of story. Boom. All right. Also, in January, 
We are opening the doors up to Cambodia. We are. And, and <laughs> this is like my favorite thing in the world. If you are on the wait list, you are actually going to be, the doors are opening for you first. So if you yeah. are not on the wait list, we're not opening up to you until the wait list gets their turn. And the wait list gets the best prize. Yeah. So actually you're going to get a get a legit hookup. Like absolutely worth being on a wait Isn't list hookup. is it like hookup. $600 off? It's like 600 bucks off a ticket. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and here's the deal, y'all. We have a maximum room for 20 people and four spots are already taken how did that happen well people asked (laughs) here's the deal if you're like i'm going off the grid for january get me the fuck on the cambodia thing you can get on yeah if you ask it's shocking what you can get it's the most amazing. amazing i didn't know this my parents didn't tell me that if you just ask for things, you might get them. No offense, my mom and dad are probably listening. Hi, guys. I'm just going to say, you didn't ask. You didn't tell me to ask. You just told me to like get a- A's. You didn't tell me to ask. And asking is the best policy. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, seriously, though, it's uh, as you all have n- you n- heard me speak about it 50 times, if you've heard me talk about it once, uh, it's my favorite thing in the world to go do. And uh, I you know there's nothing more um we're doing something new on this tour. It. uh yeah this will be the first time that we're taking uh groups on one new adventure for sure yeah uh we explored a new one on the last one that was a hit we're going to include that now um on the norm and um leslie and i went off the grid last time and uh we we tried out a, a new, new experience. Also, it's an actual water village. I'm just yeah. going to say, like the other ones that we've been on, there was some floating houses, but it was also, it got a little bit touristy and I, I don't like that because it feels like grifting. So I like to actually give that's back to the to people. I like to give back to the actual community. And I think that's a really important, first of all, you are, you are in their household, you are in their land. Um, so it's okay to learn, but also like we, there should be a give back and the grift just didn't feel like the money was going to the people. So we actually found a new village where there are no tourists. It's true. <laughs> it's true. There float. are no tourists. Zero. There's <laughs> it's true float. Um, and there's this incredible shop that we can take you to where you can actually buy what the locals there make. So they actually get to work remote. Mm-hmm. Y'all, people have been working in the water villages remotely for their entire lives. <laughs> the U.S. and Western countries like, we're working remote. It's like it's new. Yeah. These ladies are kicking ass. WFH, They've- y'all. They have been working remote in their floating houses, built like creating water hyacinth products. Yeah. And we have always brought them to our our attendees to see but now we can actually take you to where it's happening pretty and cool. it's super super cool so we can actually support the actual community in a really big way which is plus super you get to see to how they live you can see how they live and um and like do y'all know that the cats are also on the floating houses oh, yeah. they have gardens on floating where like, on, on here's the thing where are the cats and dogs going to the bathroom this is my big question i'm just wondering at any rate <laughs> they are there there was kittens this last time and we went to an over 100 year old temple that is on an island yeah. you cannot drive to it you can only float to it yeah so anyways Come Better, join us. Because we epic. Go to four, four spots already done. That's one yeah. fifth. LeslieLogan.co slash retreats with a S on the end to get on the wait list and get the info about that hookup in January. In January. My birthday. It's for my birthday. It's my gift to you. More, yes, more good is. for you today, apparently, mm-hmm. on the LL day. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's make my birthday the LL day. The LL day. Yeah. 
before we go into our interview with the amazing Rachel, the skeptical shaman, we are going to answer an audience question. We are. It's going to be a good one. Um, all right. Leslie, what Pilates exercise are you currently working on? Oh, I love this. So we got tagged because this amazing human was uh, working on their big twist teaser off the window chair on the window chair it's not off of it you, you should stay on it's important um and they were like your videos have been helping me and i was like oh my god that's amazing and they was like well, what polite exercise are you working on and i was like oh that's so fascinating and i think it's important that you hear a whole answer which is a little long and short i oftentimes stop working i stop doing an exercise i'm working on to work on it so for example my my answer to a question was this particular week, I am actually incorporating more headstands and handstands into my practice. So there are some headstands on the reformer and there's a handstand on the ladder barrel. And I took the whole summer off of those exercises um, to do other things in the plies repertoire to ready my body for them. So this is something I go over with elevators and OPC members all the time. It's that practicing an exercise you can't do over and over again, is just gonna make you pissed off. It just is. If you're not good at something, doing it over and over again isn't going to make you go, I'm slain. It's going to make you feel like shit. So what I do is actually take a break from an exercise that I've been really trying to find a new connection to. And I look at all the exercises that could be in that exercise. Mm -hmm, yeah. And then I do those. And then I come back to it. So I'm proud to say that this week at the time of recording, I'm slaying my headstands and my handstands because I took the summer off from them and I did exercises that would build that strength and stamina up. This is my philosophy too, y'all. I take some time off. Brad's been taking his so much time off to ready his entire <laughs> Pilates practice. I uh, I usually take off nine months at a time. What are you like and when a, I come back, having a baby. When I come back for one week, I'm like amazing. <laughs> having this Pilates baby over here. Um, <laughs> so that was what I was working on at this moment. Um, now that we are on tour, I only have access to my mat and my reformer and my window chair, right. which is still a lot compared to most. Um, but it's inconsistent. And so what I am actually focusing on is um, I have a tendency for my pelvis to be a little bit unstable because I have a hypermobile back especially mm, my yeah. lower back and something that's been pissing me off in my yoga practice is I still can't do a handstand 15 fucking years later. So, uh, but also one of the headstands in Pilates is I'm not doing well because my pelvis is unstable. So I am working on, I hate saying stabilizing my pelvis because that's a terrible cue. So don't use it. What I am working on is strengthening my center so that it yeah. stabilizes my pelvis because your pelvis should move people. Yeah. It's just that it should move because you moved it and not on its own. <laughs> so anyways, uh, to answer your question, every day is a different day and it really depends on what I'm doing, but I, I tend to avoid the exercise I'm working on and instead work around it and then check back in. Yeah. That's and a you great, should do that too. It's a great way to do it. I dig it. If you have questions you want a weird answer to, I'm really good at it. You should write them into the Viet pond. We like to be honest and direct at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> We're really good at that. 
loves, it's here. OPC Summer Camp. You know that thing we started last year? Well, we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world, which means all day long you can nerd out with me at Camp Zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite Pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot. No, you can have the amazing food from your own home. You can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for. In fact, you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money. In fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got Reformer. We've got some happy hip Reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers, and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! Okay, now let's talk about Rachel White. From hosting the Skeptical Shaman podcast to creating the Totem Tarot deck, Rachel offers a grounded perspective on spiritual exploration and how to use your intuition muscle. Yeah, so you guys, I was I, she had me at Skeptical Shaman. Skeptical can I not say this? Am I saying it you wrong? Cl- you're saying it correct, but you're second guessing yourself. It's not like skeptacular. It's skeptical. You got skeptical this. Skeptical yeah. shaman. It's not skeletor. Well- <laughs> skeptical. You guys, I maybe there's like my second grade self, which was like sent to speech therapy is like traumatically coming back. Um, the skeptical shaman. She had me at that because I was like, okay, I, hold on. I'm in. Also, like I have a hard time when anyone calls himself a shaman. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like. Are you like, but anyways, we don't have to get into it. Um, So I read her stuff and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm in. Right. And she's also, I love her. She's direct and she's honest and she doesn't smoke her own shit. She like is like literally like. Just- no, she's corporate AF. Like she sat down. I, I saw her sitting there and I was like, I think I'm in a board meeting before the pod started and then i listened to her talk and i i really you were not in a board meeting no i wasn't in a board <laughs> meeting after listening to her but i was laughing because she clearly has both sides of the coin right mm-hmm. and so the, we jokingly refer to it as one woo you know we're not woo woo we're just one woo and uh so i really appreciated her approach because her skepticism mm-hmm. uh comes- oh, that's a great word i'm going to use that one <laughs> Wow. All right. We're just learning new vocab words over here. Her skepticism, uh, I appreciated it um, a lot. You know, listening to her talk about control, listen to her talk about what are tarot cards? How do you use them? How do they impact your life? Like listening to her talk about okay, not knowing on. the answer. I was like, fuck yeah, this is amazing. I love these tarot. Like we're renting a car from someone. They're tarot cards. Tarot, tarot <laughs> cards. What did I say? <laughs> You said Turo, which is like how no, you rent a car from tarot. someone. Yes, you did. No, oh, Turo. Replay this back. All right, all right. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Anyways, um, one of my favorite things we talked about was like, I think we brought up like I was like the cult thing got in there. She's like, if anyone tells you this is the only way it right. is, like run the. F-. I was like, yeah, I'm yeah, in. Yeah. yeah. Already yeah, totally. loving you, yeah. but I do love that she has ha- had a whole life and career. Yeah. In the. Um, non-woo world. Right. Um, because I think it actually allows her to take her intuition and then also work with people who live in that world. Like not everyone gets to like, you know, do tarot cards all day. Well, she talked about it at the beginning. She said, I always consider myself open-minded. So that mean meant I had to be willing to mm-hmm. learn about mm-hmm. something that I wasn't familiar with. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was kind of the beginning of what took her down 
the path that she's in today. Yeah. Um, and I agree. Yeah. So anyways, I, so many good things. Uh, Great things. There's you guys go, just go listen to the full episode, especially like if you're like, I'm not into tarot, you guys, you don't have to be into tarot. We're not. But I draw a card all the time. Yeah, we got our deck, right? That's yeah, we, her deck we totally we got our deck. Yeah, it's super cool. I actually really love it because it's simple and easy. Yeah. You draw the card. I, I just draw a card a day. Like, I'm like, what is the thing? Like she said in the podcast, she's like, just draw a card and then like see how the day happens. Mm-hmm. And then you can, it kind of goes into honing that muscle. Like you pick up on things because it goes back to the RAS, reticulant activating system, where yeah. your brain picks up on evidence for which you wish to be true. And so what's so fun is I have her deck and I have another deck that I love and I've been alternating between the two. And it's so fun. I don't... Well, hers is cool because it's got the book, the little booklet and the booklet explains mm-hmm. what the card means. Yeah. You know, and, and so... And, and she's and working I, on another deck. As well, I know. I, I, for me, you know, not really understanding uh, Tarot cards. Uh, <laughs> Tarot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, using these cards, it's interesting because it's kind of like a reflection on the day, you know, yeah. like, cause we've done it in the evening. We've done in the evening. Mm-hmm. It's and been cool to be like, hmm, how, you know, how did that play out for me today? I actually pull them in the morning sometimes and I put them on the phone charger that doesn't work and I just set them there so I can see them. And I love to pull them when... <laughs> it does work, y'all. She just doesn't know how to use it. <laughs> I also can't say skeptical, but it's fine. <laughs> so uh, so anyways, I pull it and I look at them because sometimes I don't have all the time in the world to journal in the morning and have, drawing a card allows me to contemplate on things and think about it. So when I see it, it's kind of like I'm in air quotes journaling in my mind all day on yeah. the on the thing. So anyways, her cards are great. You got to get them. But let's go back to what she said. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So she said, this is so, this like made my life. Um, she said what she does now is more a steady career. Um, so she was talking about the myth of the steady, reliable, safe job is not safe anymore. She is correct. You all. So this is why I really enjoy this podcast. It's for everybody. And what, what she does now, meaning she works for herself. She works for herself. Yeah. And whether or not you think her reading tarot cards to people is safe or not, let me just tell you, we talked about this in the episode. For sure, Brad and I on any given day can rally and depend on ourselves more than I could depend on the stock market, more than I can depend on the people I voted in office, more than I can depend on my loved ones. More we, than I could depend on my job that I used to have. That you used to have. Yeah. I was in retail in 2008 when I became a plaza instructor. You should know that in 2007, when I took over a store, took over a counter, I should just say it was a counter, I transferred from the store that I was doing 1.3 million in sales to a countertop, which was had never broken a million ever. And in the start of the recession, it broke a million dollars. And even then my job wasn't safe. And Mm. guess what? Had I stuck around through 2010, by the end of 2010, I would have been fired. So because it didn't matter that I was a fucking badass salesperson, boss, manager, retail person that I had a Rolodex of clients who would just spend money when I asked like, hey, here's these new things. I didn't work for me and I didn't make the business decisions and I did not make the decisions on where the store is going to be or what sales we're going to do, like none of that. And today I feel like we are more safe than we've, we've ever been. Yeah. So, um, so I really love that she brought that up because whether or not you want to learn about tarot or shamanism, um, that is a great takeaway. So I really love that. She also said, listening to your intuition is a really smart move, but you have to develop the muscle first. Yeah. This is interesting to me because I feel like, um, 
just using the word intuition has like it's a double woo. But if you just is that terrible? That's fucking terrible. It's wait, wait for it. Okay. If you just switch to the word gut, it's a one woo. It's the same fucking thing. But it's just the it's like the way that we perceive it. You know what I mean? Where honestly, um, you know, to understand who. I want to know who made us think that intuition is bad and gut is okay. Just feels like it. I know. You know. Uh, well, y'all, your intuition's fucking badass, but you do have to develop listening to it. Yeah. And you also have to. It's a. It's a muscle. And she actually gave a great example because her husband is a chef. Yeah. And she said if her husband doesn't work on his knife skills regularly, he loses his knife skills. Right. Yeah. So the same goes with your intuition and your gut. And I totally agree with this because i will think back sometimes like in april of 2020 our intuition my gut was like fuck yeah this is what we're doing yeah to the point where like you even you never doubted me but you're like we can't do this i'm like we're doing it like it was like a this is the line and we're doing it because my intuition is so on point and thankfully <laughs> you humor me but it was true but like sometimes i'm like what happened to that gut instinct it's like oh i stopped listening to it i stopped doing my gut checks throughout the day and so she gave us some really good tips on honing that skill and developing that muscle because it's possible that you just got too busy and you stopped checking in with it yeah and uh you know i think that it's interesting to uh, know when to be tuned in you know, honestly, it's something if you practice on a consistent basis, then you are way more aware of it, right? Uh, but if you're under stress, you're feeling a lot going on in your body, like all the like like in a in a in a certain moment, right? Um, it actually might just cause fear instead of mm. like like awareness, confidence, or like direction. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just remember. I remember the day being at my job, my corporate job, where I realized like something is wrong here. And, you know, that didn't sit well with me, but it was like, uh, I didn't pay attention to it. And it wasn't until like the fucking place was basically burning down metaphorically that it was like, I got to get out. <laughs> you know, what's interesting. We did that one thing on mindset a couple weeks ago. We're going to have the person on the show. I just have to ask him. I'm sure he'll say yes. But who's talking about the feather and the brick? And the truck. Mm -hmm. And like when you had that, oh, something's wrong here. That was a feather. It was like a little feather touch. Yeah. So was your intuition going, hello, <laughs> hi. But sometimes we don't listen and then you have to get hit by a brick. <laughs> yep. And then some people don't like to listen to bricks and they wait for the truck to hit them. But anyways, you waited, you you listened. So, you know, it, but it's a muscle and it can be scary to listen to it because it can be unknown. Typically it is like. Yeah. So anyways, I, you guys have to listen. It was so good. Yeah. So I really loved when she talked about, you know, like this, like how do you listen to your intuition uh, and then allowing uh, that to be like in both your personal and professional aspects of your life. Like I've, I've mentioned this before, but my ex was very empathetic, right? And it was, she empathy was her strength. Oh, empathetic. Yeah, empathetic, right? So she had this intuition that she was connected to other people in a weird way. When they would come into the room, she could pick up on things that they were emoting, even if they weren't saying it. Right. And we would leave um, a meeting or whatever. And she'd say, something is wrong here. Or I really trust this person or stuff like that. And, and I, you know, throughout 
the time that we uh, were together, I began to realize this is powerful. Like she actually is tuned in to this really, really well, right? And so it was something that I began to to pay attention to. Um, and I think that we can also do that, um, you know, to ourselves, with our ourselves, I mean. One thing that Rachel said that like shifting away from following your gut, um, she talked about her corporate job. She was the head of innovation um, at a company. And mm -hmm. she said one thing that she found really fascinating is that you can't, it's not always, uh, uh, if something happens in a, in a way that is successful, it's not guaranteed that you're going to be able to reproduce that success, right? She said a lot of success can just never be recreated. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and what, I, what I thought was interesting about that is, I don't know, I feel like the idea is you have to be constantly learning. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, when you're checking your gut, you need to be constantly learning yes. and staying tuned in, right? Because yes. from, a, from a company perspective, to me, this is like, obvious because we have tried, we've had major success with some things and then we try to go do it again and then bam, it doesn't work. And you're like, what the hell? It worked last time. Why didn't it work this time? Right. And so we have to constantly be changing, shifting, yeah. growing, learning from it. And I think if you can apply that same concept to your friend group, the people that you're hanging out with all the time, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, you know, like taking a step back and looking at it objectively, um, your family members, even the relationships, like your relationship, uh, you know, is it still healthy? All this kind of stuff. It's, you know, we need to keep learning. Uh, we need to keep assessing and learning mm -hmm. uh, just to move things on. Uh, but one thing I, I really um, loved was she, she talked about, Rachel talked about trusting her gut with um, this flower business that, or this flower essence business. I loved it. Also that word essence can get two woos, but you know what? Yeah, it's no, a, no, it's, a it's like woo. oil essence. Yes. That, like it's a, And there's yeah, science oils, right? around it. Yeah, yes, a hundred percent. I don't think there's anything woo about like essence, right? But, you know, she began to grow flowers because she needed to get outside during COVID. And then she had this moment of like, oh, I'm getting great feedback from what I just did as a hobby. And I should move forward with this. I should go with this. Even though she had pushback from people in her life who were like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? You mm -hmm. have this amazing job over here, you know, and she decided to keep going with it anyway. And, you know, it was a, a good thing that she did You know, as it turned into a full-blown business. I love that. And there's some things that like, I, like, I look back in my life at like the decisions I've made that I'm like, wow, that was hugely impactful. That like changed the trajectory of like my life when I made the decision. And every single time, there was people giving me pushback and doubting when I was moving to LA. I had a ton of people mm -hmm, going, yeah. that's my thing to do. When I was going to teach Pilates, like it's a recession. And I'm like, I'm busy. I want to say like, right. <laughs> I have to quit my job because I can't do both. When I left my ex, people are like, are you sure? Like we had a beautiful sure. house, all these things. And what I've decided is that anytime that the, like, it's not my, when my, there's a few people whose opinions that matter that I like when they give me pushback, I'm like, I pause before yeah. I hit go. But if it's not those people that give me pushback, I'm like, it's a fucking green light. Thank you so much for helping me get my, <laughs> thank you for letting me know this is yeah, the right. best idea I've ever done because people are just making decisions or making comments based on their fears and their own their own filtration system. It's not with you in mind and it's not personal and it's not harsh. So I love that she got pushed back, but also went through it anyways, because it is a sign that she like was like, there's something here, here. Like she, like it's hitting her 
gut, but it's also hitting her mind and like it's talking to her. And it turned out to be a really great decision for her. Yeah. And, and also, I don't think it was like a huge buy-in, you know, when she first was getting started and because she talked about, you know, being the head of innovation, the one of the main things that everyone talks about in that is fail small and fail often. So mm -hmm. that means you're trying a new thing and then you're testing your new thing and you're seeing, is it being received well? And if it isn't, then you change and you try a different new thing. And then if it is received well, okay, how can we make it better? You know, hold on, just re I want to repeat that. Fail, fail small, small and fail, fail often. often. Yep. Rachel, if you're listening, you need a shirt. That is great. <laughs> that should be a totem card. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I have no idea said, how to She actually answer. said, fail small, fail early, and fail often. Mm. Yeah, that's what she said. That's three fails. That's three fails. That's great. <laughs> I love a threesome. Anyways. And <laughs> 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 we're just going to leave it at that. All right, loves, it's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for three years I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right, so finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Rachel White? Oh, I'm jumping in first. Yes, you are. Strict full digital detox. She is taking a very strict digital detox one day a week from everything. That, I got to be honest, I do hours on an every day. Also, Brad knows because he'll call and like, just doesn't come through. So I do hours every day, but I don't have never done. I've never done a full day when we're not on a plane and then I'm still watching the TV. So like, this is a challenge for me. I am taking on in 2024. I'm not going to say it's one day a week, but I'm going to try first because you guys habits, you start small. So I'm going to start with fail small, fail, fail early, early, fail, fail often. often. I've already done a few hours, nailed that. I'm going to go for half a day and I'm not going to. You also at one point had a 
night routine where the phone was in the other room. Yeah. You know, you want, I'm just going to blame that on fucking Gaia. Love her. Love you. I can't help you. You don't wake up when she barks. So I have the, the phone back in the room, but I want to, I want to get back to all mornings, all night. That is a goal. But in the meantime, I love her and I'm not wishing her death come early. I am going to try to get you a half a day. Like why can't Saturday be a good portion of the day without the phone? Like after I come back from the gym, I'm at home. So anyways, I'm going to try. That's a that's a dedication. So I'm at a few hours. Got to celebrate that. Then I'll, I'll add on because that's how habits are made. I think it's genius. Well, here's one thing I appreciate about um, digital detox is that you're actually giving your brain time to think, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I started to notice this about two or three years ago when I got really involved in podcasts and news and you know, all things. I was never really a huge TV junkie. I enjoy a good movie. I enjoy a TV show, but I'm not sitting there just watching TV all day, but I listen to podcasts like it's my job, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, or books even. And so at any given moment, I've got my headphones in and I'm listening mm-hmm. to something. Like if I, if I have to get up and go let the dog in, I'm listening to something. I, I'll turn it on. If I have to go, if I'm going to go make lunch, I'm going to turn it on. If I'm like, there's no moment where I've given myself that reprieve. And what I, what I realized is after the, after years of doing this is that I never have creative time anymore because I don't give my brain any time for like, mulling things over. It's always input, 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 mm-hmm. input. Yeah. Right? Which by the way, information without integration is constipation. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is. Um, well, yeah. So I, I think that's a, that's probably a good habit to, uh, uh, to, you know, begin to explore. Um, my biggest takeaway uh, was really interesting. She said, listen, when you're saying yes to everything all the time, you're inadvertently also saying no mm-hmm. to things that you're not even thinking about. Again, it goes back to not giving your time, your, your brain space to innovate, to be that creative person. But, uh, you know, you are, you're always actually saying no to things when you're ta- when you're saying yes to something else, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you don't even know what you're saying no to, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have uh, infinite time. Uh, you have to prioritize, right? Yeah. One thing that always intrigued me about Google was the 80-20 um, approach where four days of the week, they are like, here are the, here's your job that we hired you to do. And you need to do that job. But that fifth day of the week is your time to explore and play and be creative. Mm -hmm. And out of that fifth day of the week came amazing tools like Gmail, Google calendar, Google maps, like all these massive tools that Mm -hmm. are now like the staple of how we think about Google came from the free time. So, but you know, what comes, you know, what can come from allowing yourself that space? Um, And, you know, same thing, like over committing yourself, um, you're saying no to everything else. So yeah, I just thought it was great. I think it's a great reminder. (laughs) like we could sit down and just talk, talk, talk with Rachel forever. I know. Rachel, hi. We hope to see you in a couple weeks. Um, But also, a lot of times you hear like a shaman or a tarot reader or something like that. And you just like immediately think, oh my gosh, they live on a white cloud in a white room and they just, you know, speak some things. She has lived a regular full life and she is translating things that you actually have access to that cost no money, cost $0 to gut check yourself. So, um, you don't even have to get a tarot card to do that. Like you can just 
you can just practice with that. And I thought it was really cool. So listen to her episode because she does explain how that goes. And I'm so grateful for you. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Amazing. Episode 302? What? what? Oh my gosh. How did that happen? <laughs> Anyways, you are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And how are you going to use these tips in your life? We want to know. Tag Rachel. Tag the Be It Pod. And until next time, be it till you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of the Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, filmed, and recorded by your hosts, Leslie Logan and me, Brad Kroll. It is produced and edited by the Epic Team at Desenio. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals and Samena Velazquez for our transcriptions. Also to Angelina Herico for adding all the content to our website. And finally, to Meredith Crowell for keeping us all on point and on time. All right, my coffee lovers, I got something for you. And I know most of you are coffee lovers because if you're listening to this, you have lots of things you're doing and coffee is something that you are taking with you everywhere you go. In fact, I know the Plaza instructors around here are taking coffee, kombucha, tea, and water into every class that they take. So this one is amazing because this is Pure Cafe Bold. They have two options for you. They've got black coffee and then they've got a caramel coffee latte, which is amazing. And here's why it's amazing. It's pre-brewed. So it comes in this amazing little packet and you can actually just take the packet in to your office, your work on a plane like we've been doing. And then you pour hot water in and boom, you've got coffee. And this coffee actually has some amazing stuff. It's not just regular coffee. This coffee supports your immune system. It boosts cognitive function, increases stamina, it reduces stress, and it has cordyceps. And what are cordyceps, you ask? Oh, that's right, Brad's here. Nature's powerful secret energizer, a rare species of fungi, cordyceps is renowned for its invigorating properties and centuries-old use in traditional medicine packed with essential nutrients. This natural adaptogen boosts stamina and supports overall well-being. And seriously, it's actually super simple to make. Leslie and I have taken it camping. Yeah. I'll use it in the afternoon. We're taking it everywhere because I'm tired of conferences and different hotels having burnt coffee. It's a thousand times better than the terrible coffee that you get on an airplane. And the black coffee is like less than a dollar a packet. So it's like, it's really kind of amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the caramel myself. He the does caramel like has it. a little bit of, uh, of milk in it. So. It has some dairy. So my dairy free peeps, you can't do the caramel, but you can do the black, right? Yeah. The black coffee is vegan, keto, gluten-free, non-GMO, nut-free, dairy-free, fat-free, and CGMP compliant. All right. So here's the deal. You need to go to beitpod.com slash coffee, B-E-I-T-P-O-D.com slash coffee. And when you do that, you are going to be able to get some amazing coffee that we're loving. You can buy it as a one-time purchase, or you can actually get it as a subscription. There's even family packs. So if you know that you've got a lot of coffee drinkers in your household, this is amazing. And it's honestly cheaper than all the coffees we've been making at home. So we are so excited. I hope you are. Go to beatpod.com slash coffee. And, you know, cheers to you and I. Every morning, we'll be drinking the same coffee together. Woo!